friends welcome back to spiritually frankie this is like my third podcast in a couple of days i think i guess i've just like found an interest in them also i don't know if this sound is right i might have to move it one sec are we good okie dokie so this is the start of a new series i'm kind of juggling series at the moment just because there's so many things I wanted to do and then I don't want them to mix but here we are so this is kind of series two but it's going the same time as series one anyway so this is basically um different to series one because in series one I focus on a particular type of crystal and I follow the alphabet and it's very kind of staggered and there's like a limit on what I can talk about Whereas in this series, which I'm going to just label series two, um, it's more freeing and I can just talk about general knowledge that people would like to know. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, and in this first um, episode, I'm just going to talk about, you know, uh, the usefulness of crystals in everyday life. Because I feel like a lot of people just don't understand why crystals are so popular and they think it's kind of just like a trend, which honestly... I did think, for at one point, I was like, well, is this just a trend? Is this going to die out? But then I, like, I researched all the benefits and uh, everything, and now I'm much more knowing on the purposes of crystals and how they work, what we couldn't have done without them. So, yeah, um, I'm going to go through um, some things that crystals have helped with in, like, the modern world and in the past, and... You may find a few facts that could be very interesting. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to move on to the first section. I'm just going to be talking about like a little introduction to crystals for those of you who've never worked with them before. So I hope you enjoy. <clears throat> okay, so I'm now going to just do a little bit of an introduction into, you know, how crystals are used um, and such. However, I will go into further details in future episodes. I always say that and then I feel like I never actually get onto them. Anyway, so crystals have been worked with by medicine, uh, people, shaman around the world for, you know, thousands of years. <clears throat> Their recorded use dates um, have, like, gone back since 5,000 years um, and the majority of that is in Chinese texts or traditional medicine um, in India and the Bible um even has even like books that you know important they have a lot of references to crystals and the powers and associations uh crystals have been found around the world in prehistoric graves of different cultures such as um central america pharaohs of egypt um and greek philosophers from um around 300 bc which is very interesting um <laughs> so Today, people have a different kind of view of them, and many people say that it feels, like, very natural um, to work with um, crystals, and that's just because there is such a history there of people using them and working with them, that it kind of is, like, an adopted nature for humans, as if it's kind of like a behavioural thing now, so I find that very interesting. Um, and to go into like a textbook science definition of a crystal, crystals are natural solids made from mim- minerals. They are formed in the Earth's surface, um, and there are many different shapes, colours and sizes, 
and each type of crystal has a precise atomic arrangement, which is why they all have different, you know, um, markings. They all act like uh, react differently with the water, such as like the elements on the periodic table would. So I like to think of crystals as kind of just more elements on the periodic table. Um, they can be identified by colour, although that there may be significant variation within a crystal type, uh, composition, crystal habit and degree of hardness. Um, and I will be talking more about the Mohs scale or MOHS scale, whatever you want to call it, in like a future episode. Um, however, I'll just go over it quickly now. So the scale is called the Mohs or MOHS scale of mineral hardness, but I like to call it Mohs just because it's easier to say. The scale is named after its developers, you've probably already guessed. Um, and he was a German scientist called Fred Frederick Mohs, or Friedrich Mohs, I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Um, basically the scale, what I was taught is, you know, um, it kind of goes from like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and the crystals at the top, so at 10, uh, they are like amethyst and quartz, and they are, you know, the hardiest crystal. And then the ones at the bottom, the lower levels, are, you know, 4, 3, they're like selenite, so... Um, and you'll notice that if you pick up selenite and maybe scratch it a bit, it comes dusty. I'm not recommending you all go scratching your selenite, but if you did, you would notice that. And if you've ever dropped that, you've realised it's more fragile than, say, just drop an amethyst, it'll be fine. Obviously, depending on the level of how you drop it, it's still, it's still quite a fragile <laughs> crystal. But just the way to think about it is 10, um, the most hard crystals, and uh, 1 is the lowest um, crystals. So that's just what I want to talk about in this section. And I'm now going to move on to, you know, how crystals work and um, the scientific evidence we have that um, promotes crystal healing and energies um, within, you know, all aspects of life. So I'm going to talk about some, like, scientific uh, evidence that I have in front of me just to state that, you know, for those people who are like, oh, crystals are just rocks, they don't actually do anything. I mean, obviously, you know, have your opinion. And I'm all open to people's opinions, obviously, but I'm just going to tell you some of the facts here um, in case you wanted to listen. So thank you for listening to my very scientific definition of a literal crystal. Um, I hope that wasn't too boring. Did you know that without crystals, we would have no rockets, no guidance systems, no Mars rovers? So... I'm going to elaborate on this. Um, crystals, um, there's many explanations behind them, their healing effects. Until recently, everybody in the West has been trying to give physical explanations, you know, like their um, composition, the way the atoms vibrate and such, such like. However, not many people actually know, you know, how they influence us. However, they have been used in science um, with, and there's some of the uh, examples that I stated previously, such as rockets, uh, lunar landers, Mars rovers, crystals have helped with this, and here's how. Um, to date, although science has failed to prove direct effect of crystals on disease, condition, you know, medical, like crystals, obviously, you always hear people going, obviously, crystals will not replace your doctor, and, you know, they haven't yet shown anything to you know help with these things however they have um shown that they do vibrate 
and exhibit both piezoelectric and pyroelectric effects, which, you know, sounds like a really big sciencey thing, but I'm basically just trying to say that crystals do have a purpose, um, and they've been shown to hold heat, electricity, and to focus light energy. Um, and these properties have numerous practical applications that I've mentioned before, um, from the use of quartz crystals in watches. So a lot of watches, if you like look closely, will have quartz written. Um, a lot of clocks as well when they have quartz in. Um, and yeah, what they crystals can store data, which is seen in the quartz crystal computer chip. So quartz is quite a universal crystal. And it's known as like the all, the all-knowing, all-doing crystal. And a lot of people seem to think that that's just because it can do a lot of, you know, emotional healing. However, it can also do a lot of scientific, physical things, such as being a watch, being in a watch. And that's just so cool to think that something that dug up from the ground can help in so many ways. Um, so what else happens? Um, crystals enhance the placebo effect. Where, um, and that's basically where something has a healing effect because it changes chemicals in the brain which trick us into thinking that we feel better. So that's basically, say you take tablets um, for something. A lot of the time when you take those tablets, the tablets don't actually help as much as you think they're helping. But because you um, believe that you're taking tablets and the tablets are helping, you feel better. So that's basically what the placebo effect is. Um... So, the placebo effect occurs in any type of healing process, including the prescribing of pharmaceutical drugs, obviously, as I've just mentioned. Um, and the explanation that crystals work by magic has, is quite valid, it has some validity. And if magic is divided, defined as that which is beyond our understanding at this point in time, um, which I'm like reading the definition of that off my notes again, um, the scientific research into the properties of crystals is ongoing and I think it always will be ongoing because you know I mean think about the fact that we've only discovered five percent of the ocean which still baffles me <laughs> you know research into crystals is even newer um, and there's still things going like recently they just discovered blue rose quartz um, which is something that I hadn't seen until a couple nights ago, and I was like, wow, you know, that's, like, so cool that even now we're discovering those typically common um, types of crystals in the earth and such like. So, yeah, so no, like, new scientific studies into dark matter and dark energy, um, along with quantum mechanics of physics, looks at the motion and interaction of some atomic particles. Um, that they do contribute to how crystals work. Um, and I feel like I'm going really science here, but I just wanted to provide you with some, you know, actual, like, physics information on how crystals do help. Um, and But, however, I will just clarify that in the future, most of this will be very much emotional and spiritual. However, I do just want to um, start with this, and then I will move on in the future. Um, I hope that wasn't too boring. I do. Um, I am aware that I probably won't get that many people listening to this one just because of how, you know, scientific it is, and I don't really think a lot of people want to sit and listen to a scientific definition of, you know, space and time. But I just thought that you know, for many of the people who doubt, you know, crystals' purpose, 
they can see that it's just it's not just crystals being something that you know hippies go around with and say oh look i'm calm they are like you know you probably have a watch with quartz in it you probably have a clock with quartz in it and then like your phones they probably have quartz in and a lot of you know although we mostly hear about the spiritual and emotional properties we never hear about the physical you know physics scientific properties so that's what i just want to bring light on today i have no idea what i'm gonna call this episode but i will figure it out so if you've made it this far um i'm proud of you because this was a very much draining physics episode um which i will try to do not so much in the future however i can't promise um and i'm sorry if you can hear that noise in the background um but thank you so much for listening um and i hope that you've at least learned something you know something (laughs) so thank you so much and blessed day friends